to the dictionary mm-hmm. that you can play on Scrap. I now I sound like an old, but it's just fart, fart, p h a r t, fart. You know, I I I hear this and I agree with. I I feel as though for my age, I too am old fashioned. Maybe that's because my, I have to correct your grammar often. You do, but you're right. also my dad, which is probably yeah. why. Yeah, you know, I it's grew up right. with more knowledge than she. Don't, she don't care, right? You know, more uh, and more respect for things that are more of the natural world and, uh, you know, as part of our communication with each other and our existence together. Um, So I understand the disconnect, you know, with the um, technology and everything. I think that's a big part of it. Oh, but God, I also yeah. it's such a double edged sword. Read. So yeah. yeah, I mean, I think you know, but everyone always says, ah, oh, the new stuff is the worst. Remember the old stuff. I just think yeah. you got to take the good. Uh, yeah. There is the some good, but it's just it's ridiculous that if if someone writes you you're the you're my favorite comic and writes yeah. it Y O U R. I I, can, oh. I cannot. You're right. I'm, I, it's like I. Ha, it's like it's, someone said. I'm a Repu- uh, conservative Republican. It seems I just like don't it wanna... happens every five days. Right. But contractions to... were once an abomination of oh please language, weren't they? Contractions. Uh, who, yeah. I don't and know. Lo- I'm having contractions. There over is this. a danger that has to be insisted on <laughs> in the face of the people who say it doesn't matter if you get your meaning across. Mm-hmm. Well, it does, partly because you may get a different meaning across because mm-hmm. you misuse the word. And letting our own language go, and Americans are the, only worse than Americans are the English mm-hmm. with foreign language. It's hopeless for us, uh, seemingly. Um, every time you hear heinous by a judge mm-hmm. for heinous, mm-hmm. or the one that's mm-hmm. beginning to People claim they haven't heard it. Anti-Semitic mm-hmm. has now become the pronunciation of anti-Semitic. And I don't know why. Among Jews, or as Jerry Lewis said, we must say about them Jewish people, mm-hmm. because Jews is insulting. Right. This was picked up by the great Jonathan Miller in Beyond the Fringe in the sketch where the two working class guys said, you know Jonathan Miller over there is a Jew. Right. And later, Jonathan, the spotlight on him, just about to leave the stage, right. says, I'm not a Jew. I'm Jew-ish. Not, right. the, not, the, whole hog, not the whole hog. I just read um, um, on dictionary.com, because that's how nerdy I am, that I... The word of the day? No. It was an article on irregardless, because mm. that is one of my... I cannot. The, and, and, and that would mean the opposite because it's two negatives. Mm-hmm. As with nuclear. Yes, oh, nuclear. Our alleged president right. uh, made popular so much nuclear. that yeah. uh, it is now easing into acceptance on one or two or three right. use websites uh, because people get it so wrong that it's common. Right. Um, and then they just get lazy, and that's the end of it. Isn't that how vernacular and slang is? I mean, uh, I don't know. What about... Well, then there's hopefully misused, mm-hmm. and if that were what hopefully meant, you would say hopefully he will despair. Right. Mm-hmm. He will despair in a hopeful way. Right. Or literally. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone says literally. Literally. Oh, that was a great cartoon. Did you yeah. see that? George something literally died. 1944. Oh, yeah. The New Yorker. And nuptial for nuptial. Right. And, uh, Wait. Do you want to hear the What de- is it? I, I think I say nuptial. It's nuptial. N-U-P-T-I-A-L. Do you want to hear the dumbest thing that was ever said on a talk show? That's pretty extreme, right? Yes. And you might not And we're talking all talk shows. Let's say you want to hear something really dumb. A famous actress that I will only tell you afterwards because she may be still alive said to Johnny, 
Johnny, we just came back from Japan, and you've got to go there. They've got an architecture that won't quit. Oh, my God. <laughs> How could I know you were going to say that? <laughs> They've got an, an architecture, architecture that, that won't quit. quit. I'm trying to picture an architecture quitting. Wow. It's hard. I mean, I so that get means... It. She's speaking more essence No, that is doesn't make any sense, Lauren. <laughs> what are you talking about? An architecture can... that won't quit? It's like an ass that doesn't quit. It's like... Mm-hmm. No, it's like... Yeah, uh, it's no. ridiculous. What the fuck does that mean? If yeah. I brought you a box of chocolates and you said, wow, this... This box of chocolates won't quit. Right. It would be the same thing. Right, exactly. And what about um, my all-time favorite, mischievous? Uh Uh-huh. Mischievous. I don't like that. You can't spell, obviously. You can't read. Right. It's mischievous, and it will always be mischievous. And who is Okay. Wait, I have to ask you about one. (laughs) My partner says pedophilia and I say pedophilia. I wouldn't be surprised if the British say that. Jonathan mm-hmm. Miller, the great Jonathan Miller, one of the four best talkers ever in the history of the world. Mm-hmm. I, I did five PBS shows in a row with mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he happened to be on on the day that Kansas decided to revise um, not teaching evolution. Right. Um, that I please. I've hit one of your buttons. I what the fuck? Those people should not be able to take advantage of breathing. Yeah. Of vaccines. Right. Anything that science has mm-hmm. created. Mm-hmm. But has I mean it's science just won't quit. You know? (laughs) You know, it really... You won't quit. It hasn't hasn't even tried to quit. I know. It's so... so, uh, But (laughs) uh, Jonathan, uh, I remember among the things he said, of course, you can almost imagine, was... um, And then you'll get this constant reply um, um, that evolution is merely a a theory. The theory of evolution is like saying the theory of gravity. (laughs) Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. I just... But he pronounced it evolution. Evolution. Listen, I can't fucking deal with those people. I cannot... Mm -mm. There's something wrong. There's something wrong going on. It's brainwashing... And um, family, yeah, fucking. Okay, I'm family losing fucking. Words. I'm, I'm losing all my words. Incest. And, and, well, we have them for you. If family you fucking. Thank you. Yes, you do. Um, I did like hearing Donald Trump say the other day, reminding us that we are 27th among nations in education. Mm-hmm. Can't fight that. Even Donald Trump can be right about uh, that. I, I just that is abhorrent. Oh, not abhorrent. No. Abhorrent. <laughs> you said whore. Uh, uh, yeah, you. Horrent. Uh, uh, Donald Trump uh, said that, and it does point to the. It's horrendous. It's we're, incredible. We're 37th in what? Uh, Class. Perhaps. <laughs> Class. Yeah. Class. What went wrong? Class and class. Why do we have third world highways? Uh, uh, Bridges falling down. Well, you they need re- to keep us contained somehow. I, I, the, did you see the Tappan Zee Bridge? Yeah, They're gil- yeah. building another bridge next yeah. to it yeah. because the Tappan Zee is, is going to fall. Yeah. There's a 30-mile stretch in this modern country between here and the end of Long Island right. where you cannot read a book because every join of the pavement... Bum, 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 oh, bum, yes, bum, yes, bum. yes. You think you're crossing railroad tracks the mm-hmm. r- wrong way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and this is America. Who wrote that piece in the Times years ago? One of the top uh, opinion people or editorial who said, I got in, woke up in a gorgeous hotel uh, in Hong Kong, went over to China on a beautiful boat, took an on-time train to the airport, which was beautifully appointed and everything worked and the flight was mm-hmm. great and the food was wonderful and so on and landed in America at, Idle, uh, at Idlewild. Yeah. Does that date me? Uh, it... Well, the disaster of LaGuardia, which is a pigsty of an airport. But also, make it. I'm I'm six two. Okay, I was six three, but I shrunk. Don't rub it in. I, but let me tell you, I could not get on that horse. That's all I have to say. Okay, mm. but what they're making the seats smaller. You have to pay to bring luggage. What the 
fuck is going on? Yes. And some bloated pig sits next to you and mm-hmm. is one takes up one third of your room. Mike Huckabee. Now, um... Oh, that one. Yes. Um, unfortunately, we... Oh, uh, we have to... Huh? Um, no, but we don't really have to. But I wanted... To, we always ask every guest... Uh-oh. What medications they're on. And now I will tell you what I'm on. Uh, I'm on the med- Maharishi's meditation. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you say medication? I said medication. I know, I know. Uh, you don't know when I'm applying traction yes. to your tibia. Yes, I understand. Um, it's only one one letter different. Yeah, meditation, it is. Medication. And, and, and by the way, it's, it was misunderstood on a show of mine once, and somebody said, I don't need to tell you that. And really? Were, yeah, they were talking about the person meant meditation, and right. they took it to be medication. Do you remember the Maharishi Mahesh Yogi? Yes. The one whom the Beatles adored and was yes. their guru until they found a young lady performing a specialty on him. On Ashley Madison. There are those who say that never happened. Right. Apparently McCartney denies it, and I would take his words, right. certainly. <laughs> but I had well, the mo- he has hair that just won't quit. You know? It started to quit one day, right? And, he <laughs> and, stopped it, it. and it, so he stopped it from quitting. I'm so glad Bonus. you dig that as much yeah. as I. We got an architecture that won't, <laughs> won't quit. quit. Not even just won't quit. That yeah. kind of spoils it. That architecture that that won't, won't quit. quit. It just keeps going. Failing to quit. It doesn't bring an image to no. life right away. The Maharishi was a lovely old coot, um, and uh, the late my magician friend, late friend Doug Henning, mm-hmm. called Aww. me a day before uh, called me a day before the Maha was on and said, "You're going to meet the most enlightened man in the world." Mm-hmm. And um, he was quite lovely, and he wore his white linen on a freezing cold day, a little scarf, and everyone around was amazed who traveled with mm-hmm. him. Uh, but I, I had an issue, and I'm being very sick of that word. I had an issue with him, mm-hmm. which was, isn't meditation costing $275, I think, for the first session, mm-hmm. like, and now this phrase has lost its meaning, isn't it sort of like selling water? Now, in those days, Right, of course, water. exactly, yes. Mm-hmm. And, and I elaborated by saying, I can teach someone to meditate. meditate. There we did it. Right. In five minutes. Right. Why do you... Really- and what about you have to pay $5,000 to get a mantra and that you can't tell mm. anyone for transcendental meditation? There's a mentalist magician, mm-hmm. I know, who could tell you your mantra. Really? Mm-hmm. As a magician, I'm not allowed to tell you Okay. How, but I will anyway. All right. He researched and found that at the meditation in mantra issuing mm-hmm. place, as the late Dayton Allen would say, um, <laughs> in the doctor teaching place, um, you don't remember Dayton, uh, he found that this one in Cleveland is assigned to give this mantra, or this section of it over right. here is assigned to give shalom, and this one right. is andri, and right. so on. And he got access to those got those people in a session and said, wait, wait, your mantra, shalom. Oh, that's... Isn't that genius? Oh, oh I love that. It's like Uri And Yell. they were probably... Yeah, shattered stuff. Yes. Mm. I did say to the Maha in one of my fractious moments, because he was so sweet, it was mm-hmm. almost getting sickening, would you have shot Hitler? And? There was, ooh, from the Right, audience. great question. He had a wonderful answer. What did he say? He had, he had a, a laugh that that would wouldn't quit either. Right. I would have taught him to meditate. <laughs> <laughs> that's an exact imitation. He way. would have taught him to meditate. Yeah. Now it's not as that good would as, have helped. It's not as good as my imitation of James Mason, but it's pretty good. I would. Yeah. I often oh, thought Hitler should have dropped acid or done something to get out of his head. Who knows? Maybe. Oh God! Now we're talking about Hitler. Yeah. Um, all right, so you're Always not going to tell me what meds you're on. Yeah, I take lithium. Oh, I was on that, but I got all bloated and retaining. Well, I'm sucking in a couple. gut right now. No, I did that no, during I never, my... No, I never had that reaction. I um, was on that when I had my cl- my big clinical... Mm. Which out. really changes mm. your entire life. Dropout is... To yeah. be able to experience that... And come out of that 
what, but you never truly come out of that because the fear of it happening The again, fact that the curtain will descend again. Right. Yeah. Is always there. Yeah. It just doesn't quit. And it happens. <laughs> right. It, it, no, no, it, it doesn't quit because it won't quit. Right. It won't uh, we quit. We can agree on that. Yeah, it actually um, doesn't quit. See Stephen Fry on this subject. Mm-hmm. In many cases, including a two-part documentary that I'm shocked that you haven't seen. Oh, the depression. Yeah, the yes, depression. Yes, yes, uh, bipolar. yes. Bipolar. Confessions of a bipolar. Right. Oh. And he comes to the conclusion, mm-hmm. after going all over America and mm-hmm. England and other places, and uh, uh, forgive me when she, if she's listening. Debbie Reynolds' daughter is um, is uh, uh, Carrie uh, Carrie, F- Carrie Fisher. Fisher. Yeah, a dear dear friend of mine. Right. Um, I think he ends the second one with her. And then he concludes, controversial, that he would not trade his manic episodes, lose them, Mm -hmm. in exchange for suffering the depression. Mm. Because all of his best stuff. Right. I don't know if you were ever lucky to get... I I was only hypomanic, meaning Mm -hmm. obviously undermanic. Right. I was hypo. But I felt yes. great. I couldn't be killed. I could drive right. with my eyes shut. I mm-hmm. could stay, sleep three hours and feel I'd wasted mm-hmm. the night. Um, and, and and then those things for the bipolar, which libido was the first mm-hmm. victim, ability mm-hmm. to read eventually. Oh, that. You can only, you can read a paragraph eight times and not tell right. what was in it. Except you can read a book on depression. Yes. Oh. Absolute clarity. Right. A thing I said about it on, I think, Larry King, and I'd forgotten saying, and so many people have said afterwards, meant the most to them as people, sufferers, Mm -hmm. was, and I was sitting there looking at a table a little ways, and and I remember saying, if there were a magic wand over there on that table that would cure you, and this will be hard to understand, it would be too much trouble to get up right. and go pick it up. Mm-hmm. And if you did, it wouldn't work for you, mm-hmm. even right. though it had cured 10 million right. people because your brain is busted. Mm-hmm. You can tell that it's gone. And... People said, "Jesus, that that really said it for me." I don't know why that. But I I I couldn't get up. I couldn't. I woke up one morning. Well, that's I, the other part. You can't. You can't. Right. I, if someone had said to me, "Can you go to the bodega across the street and pick up a gallon of milk?" Uh, or I'll die. Or I'll die. I I couldn't. I I couldn't. I was. You're asking it, it, a woman with no legs to right, dance. It's. Terrifying. Yeah, it's, that's awful. And, uh, and then you'll feel guilty about it the entire time. Well, the guilt—I did have a lot of guilt um, because I felt bad for my kids. So, but yeah. the greatest part—I mean, I—it I, was such a learning experience, and I do mm-hmm. hope I don't experience that again. But yeah. my kids, who have an incredible sense of humor, uh, Henry, my older son. You know, you can't win an argument with him. And <laughs> so r- after the depression, mm-hmm. uh, one of his favorite lines was, you know what, Mommy? You were so much nicer when you were depressed. <laughs> oh, wonderful. <laughs> Boy. Because, you that, know, I didn't talk. And I was like, okay. Give that kid a tact yeah, award. Yes. So um, T- that that was a good one. Do I me like- a favor. Uh, go to uh, uh, HuffPost Live. Dick Cavett, Stephen Fry, because okay. this is our main subject on right. that appearance, as it turns out. It's also a very funny appearance. But one of the things that comes up best in it is, he said, people who say, what have you got to be depressed about? You're popular. You have money. Right. You yeah, yes. This. You, you've succeeded. Yep. You have the admiration of your peers, et cetera, right. et cetera. Not et cetera, please. Yes. Et cetera. Isn't it awful when you the get to like Sam. someone? Wait, the, can I say mastectomy? That's another one that fucking pisses me off. With uh, because it's Mastectom- about a man. It's mastectomy. Yes, yeah. yes. Sorry, go ahead. It's awful when you get to like someone and yeah. then suddenly they say mastectomy mm, and I you know. have to write them off forever. Right. But where was I? Oh, Fry. What have you got to be depressed about? Mm-hmm. 
and I got it a lot. Imagine you have a talk show. You're right, right, there. of course. Um, and he said, "Well, the only answer to that is, what have you got to have asthma about? Right. And what have you got to I have? Re- yes. AIDS about? What have you got to have chickenpox about? Right. What have you? As if you can just control it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, it's that's why it's, it's a so misunderstood. And it's as so- if saying that to you will help. Right. No. No, well, you right. don't understand. You don't get the deep. It's so beyond deep, and uh, I don't know. That's I know. very I, vivid how you how you described that feeling of I can't get up and cross the street and right. get the milk. So I remember thinking during one of those, if the building were on fire, would I be able to get? Yes, up? yes. Same. I'm not sure. I'm not. I wasn't, and I re- think back. Oh, I've traveled all over by myself. Mm-hmm. Even before there were cell phones, to mm-hmm. gigs and and rented cars and didn't know where the hell I was, but yet, and here I am. I cannot get out of a chair. And let me ask you this: Why do people say that all through uh, the? Yes. Me- just say it. Nobody's stopping you from asking. <laughs> mm-hmm. it. It let me say attention. this about that. Clinton always said that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, he thought what he was going to say. Um, <laughs> the thing wh- where you. Oh, how does, what's the best way to put this? I, saw, I, I lost part of my thought. Don't you hate that? Once oh, never happens 30, to me. Um, oh, yeah, here it is. I have okay. recovered it. Um, what do you have to be depressed about leads to when you are depressed and have to do a show? Oh! No one should have that visited upon them. I had, How did you do it? Well, I had diurnal depression. So when the sun went down, I would feel some relief. It took me a long time to realize that. It's better in the evening. Right. Mm-hmm. So much better. And I realized that after my depression, I realized I've always felt like that. I've always, when the sun goes down, I'm like, Whew. and... I'm more creative. I'm in, I don't I know. know if it's because the day is over for every... I don't know. It's the phrase, that's over, but right. what is it? Yeah. I, I don't it's... know. But I did, I did... It was hard to write. It was... I felt like I I wanted to say, do you Do you have any idea how I... I, I you don't get how I, how I feel. You don't know how I feel. Yeah, it's so if hard. If you knew what's in here. Yes, yes. Yeah, if you could come in there right. and just... Like, you wouldn't take it Right, and I used to, you know, when I, at night, when I'd walk around, you know, I could leave or whatever, um, I remember looking at people, what what does that feel like? What does it Mm -hmm. feel like? What does it feel like you're just, Mm. so you can just go Mm -hmm. to work and then come home and have dinner and watch a movie and go to bed, and like, that's fine? And and you're fine? You're not, I just, I don't, I still do that. And then you can't help being annoyed with people who say, well, go out and play tennis. Right. Pull your socks up. Right. Do your work. Come on, Christ. What's this laziness about? And so on. And I I told Stephen Fry that I remember a moment where I looked at the monitor while Mm -hmm. taping the late night ABC show. Mm -hmm. And there are two people on the screen in relative Mm close-up, me and Ethel Merman. Oh! And we are Yo, singing. swell. Yeah. Sing out, Louise. You just ruined the mic. I know. Um, Sorry. Sorry. And there, uh, and Ethel is singing her, right. without warm-up, she never warmed up. Wow. And I'm going. Everything she sings <laughs> is a warm-up. Yeah. I look like Hepburn who does it. <laughs> I <think. laughs> yeah. And I thought, there I am, allegedly laughing, if they could know what I feel right. like. And Stephen wrote back. That rang a bell, of course, how many times I have stood on stage, for example, mm-hmm. and laughed and smiled to those about me and felt like roadkill. Well, and I, mm. I, and I, yeah, and I've gone to shows and panel shows and had to speak, and I, I just want to say, you, you have no clue what's going on inside of here. Mm-hmm. If they, is there any chance they can see what's right. in me? Mr. Marron Brando, mm-hmm. one of my digressions or whatever, I was in the New Otani Hotel in mm-hmm. Tokyo, and I was doing Aikido at the dojo there. Right. Oh, cool. Uh, and I was visiting Brando after he'd been on the show. Oh, yes, and, Brando. Um, I came back to the New Otani and got my messages. Mm-hmm. The lady at the desk said, you have a message from Mr. Jack Rollins? Jack mm-hmm. Rollins. Jack Rollins, uh, the manager. Uh, yes. Mr. Uh, 
David Davidson, uh, someone Davidson, mm -hmm. and from Jesus Christ to Maruno Brando. <laughs> <laughs> I had four messages. Right. <laughs> but we were up in his house at the top of Mulholland mm -hmm. Drive, mm. where he's one up from Jack Nicholson, mm -hmm. literally. Is that? And Jack Nicholson made that immortal remark. When Brando dies, everybody moves up one. <laughs> oh, I love that. Awesome. <laughs> anyway, we talk about depression, to which he was no stranger. Right. I'll try to make this in a minute and a half. Um, I said, I taped show with Laurence Olivier in England. It was a wonderful, 90-minute show. Back in America, years later, on my PBS show, I go to the Wyndham Hotel and Lord Olivier, as he now was, mm. and Joan Plowright mm -hmm. are my guests. Oh my God, oh my God. Uh, I show up at the Wyndham. Somehow I got dressed. Oh, yeah. Got a cab. Got into the lovely Wyndham. Got into a suite set aside for me to prepare in. And all I could think was... Jesus Christ. <laughs> Larry, as he makes you call him, Olivier, is upstairs, and I don't give a shit. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't care. Right. I want to be under the rug in my right. apartment. Right. Hauled my ass up to the room. Halfway through, I just thought my then producer would come over and say, Dick, it's all right. We'll, we'll stop now. Uh, you're taking eight-second pauses, which is mm -hmm. a lot between sentences. Right. And you don't seem to know. And you you look at that cue card, but you don't seem to be able to know what's on it, mm -hmm. which is how I felt. And I told Brando this, and he said, did you, did you finish the show? And I said, yeah. And he said, did you ever look at it? I said, are you kidding? Look at it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember sitting there thinking, these are intelligent, sensitive people. Right. Freakishly, more than the average human. They know I'm nuts. Right. They know my eyes are mad. Right. But I did him the favor. I dragged it out, and I looked at it, and I was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's incredible. I didn't take pauses. Right. My eyes even sparkled right. a little. You're, you're, because you're, that's your double-edged sword. Right. You are, you're the real thing. Yeah, and, and my, my, my. You learn this. Whatever is are. mysterious, boy, believe me. And I, next time I saw him, I said, I, I looked at that show. How did you like it? I said, I was fine. How did you know? And he said, we all have it. Automatic pilot. Yep, mm -hmm. exactly. And we agreed. It's not you who's out there doing a show in this way. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's mm -hmm. the you, you that right. performs. Right. Mm -hmm. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. And that reminds me of once taking my... Prep's favorite actor, Trevor Howard, mm -hmm. back from lunch at a live last uh, Playhouse 90 in the world, trivia point, was mm -hmm. done in New York. It was called The Hiding Place, and mm -hmm. it starred Trevor Howard, James Mason, and Richard Basart, and Helmut Dantin, the Nazi <sighs> of all my war right. movies. And I went to lunch with Trevor Howard, who had broken his leg, and so was drinking a little more than usual. Right. And for lunch, he had the following menu, three beers and two martinis. <laughs> and I thought, I've got to get this right. man. A waitress patted him on the head. And he said, oh, darling. Everybody else had left the booth. I walked him back to the studio, and I thought, what am I going to do? Right. There were no cell phones. I right. couldn't call ahead. And I said, Mr. Howard, um, there was going to be a full run-through before right. the live show. Do you, are you all right? I mean, is there anything I can... Right. And he said, oh, I know, dear boy. It's all right. The chap I'm playing isn't drunk. No. Ah, oh, totally. Wow. I know. It's like I've had totally. 102 fever. And Not that, on the air. Right. <laughs> I know. Not on stage. Very so hard Do you guys, when explain. you're on stage or performing or doing something, do you kind of go in a blackout a little bit? I go... 
Uh, I'm in another. It's like, my, weird, it's like to another place where you. Where that's it. Yeah. That's it. It's another dimension. Yeah. It's not even. God. It's organic. Mm-hmm. It's not even that I have to think about it. It's that. You're cursed with this. Well, before I hit bottom and had to go to Neuro 12 at mm-hmm. Columbia Presbyterian. What's Neuro 12? I remember 12? sitting at, well, it's no longer there, but it was a place where they put people with depression mm-hmm. and so on. Actually, a locked door and mm-hmm. red light and everything. Um, and uh, I remember thinking, I don't think I can bring myself to laugh at what this person is clearly saying that will be a punchline. Mm. Oh, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. It's too much to ask. And it's like you're, yeah. But you can't quite say, I'm sorry, I have to go home. Right. Mm-hmm. I'd be sometimes like shaking, and you couldn't breathe. And I, I remember. As someone said, the worst now. agony devised for man. Mm-hmm. Beyond. And you don't right. need to add woman because man in that sense means mankind. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Right. You know something about mankind? What's that? It runs it out of time. quit. <laughs> it does not quit, it, it, Dick it, Cabot. It won't quit. I know. I'm, I'm that way right now. Dick won't I quit. Wanna, I want to ask you who's the worst schmuck, male or female, you've ever dealt with in show business. But I so hate most questions. Right. Like, who's your favorite mm. guest? Who's been your most interesting Oh, I can't. Guest? That shit. I Come can't. on, I can tell you who won a race. Right. I can't tell you whether Groucho, Orson Welles, or Welles, 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 right. or Fred Astaire are the greatest guests. But you may have an answer. I don't have... I mean, there are people... I, I don't, really. ...who have, you know, shaken my inner core. <laughs> yeah. But... But didn't stomp on it all over. Right, right. But I don't know what that what that is that makes you keep going. It, I just won't quit. Yeah. Does anyone stick out? Perhaps to you by besides? technically. Sorry. No, no. No, technically, you could call her the most famous comedian in the world, even now, in mm-hmm. some ways, because of the show, the sun never sets on her show somewhere in the world. And every time I asked before. PC for bad for bad is to say mm-hmm. stewardess, a flight attendant. Yes. That um, I would always ask, and twenty six times I stopped counting, getting the same name every time. But the worst. No way. Celebrity you dealt with on the on the plane. And it's a comedian. She loved me so. She did all kinds of she. She told Bill Paley to put me on instead of Merv Griffin late night mm-hmm. at one point before. So this is a very well-known comedian. Yeah, and and to have that side that said, I said, what was she giving an example? I'd say, well, she'd be with her uh, companion, her secretary, whatever was sitting next to her. Would you like a cocktail, Miss? I almost said it. Tell her I don't drink on the plane. She wouldn't. Oh, my God. She wouldn't address the underling. So strange. And was on your show many times. Yeah, including, she's on my Hollywood Greats mm. DVD. We'll be looking that up right after the show. That DVD. So, uh, yeah. Judy, did we give away too much on this DVD? No. Um, the, the list includes, to allow for my leaving somebody out, all of Catherine Hepburn, Betty Davis, Fred Astaire, Groucho Marx, Alfred Hitchcock, uh, Frank Capra mm. with Mel Brooks and um, Orson Welles, the great Robert Mitchum, mm. and Marlon Br- Brando. Mm-hmm. And I've left out two or three. They're mm-hmm. all on there. Uh, and yes, she is among those. Yeah, all right. So everyone check. Yeah, <laughs> check out Hollywood Greats DVD. But, but it doesn't Kevin. matter. It's a, the interesting thing is why should a huge successful star? But you know what we're saying when we say that, right? What have you got to be nasty about? Right, right, You're right. Famous yeah. and beloved. That's her yeah, but illness. it's about it's about it's treating. No, I'm sorry. No, it does. You don't treat people. No one's better than you. Well, she I mean, is, you're not better than anyone else. She's nothing, acting personally. Real. She's lashing uh, out. She's personally. A, I don't know who it is, but I'm it's gonna. a sad thing. Started with nothing. Mm-hmm. 
worked her ass off. Yeah. Had a dreadful marriage. Mm. It's and coming. Was America's most favorite. Sounds like my grand. It was not the mother. great Beatrice Lilly, who's mm-hmm. the funniest woman I ever saw in mm-hmm. my life. That's a clue. It's not Beatrice Lilly. Right. <laughs> Have you ever heard her camp singing of there are fairies in the bottom of our garden? <laughs> no. <laughs> a sweet little song that was a real song back in the 20s. What have you got there? I'm writing something down. Henry Kissinger? No. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Go to the head of the class. Did I get that you right? You did right. Well, you do everything right. Mm. Oh, please. Mm. I figured it out. Good I, night. I'm in, and it was a, what, a nine-letter answer that you wrote mm-hmm. on the uh, no, something like that. Anyway, okay. um, um, this is a good, uh, I'm having a good time. Um, will you come back? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, that's asking a lot. All right. <laughs> But I will return. Uh, oh, oh, you thank won't, you. You won't quit. I would love to have you and Stephen Fry on, and we could just talk to. Oh, we would do a show that wouldn't even know how to quit. Right. Mm. <laughs> um. Uh, he. I don't know if he's not coming back right now for anything, but uh, all right, whatever. I would. I would be happy to uh, uh, work work that. I love you, Mr. Cavett. What? Yes. Oh my God! Now you tell me. Yes, I think that you can change me. It's not too late. It's never too late. Too late, late. yes. Um, I loved you in Rocky Horror Show. Oh, God, now I love you even more. Yay. Thank you. You know, I... Am I being too bold? No, no, I adored you. By A, spilling your coffee. No, spill my coffee. I adored you in Rocky Horror Picture Show. You were there, too? It's not Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's the Rocky Horror Show. The Rocky Horror Show, yes. The penultimate night. Yes. Here's another one. Not the last night. The penultimate night. Mm. I had the ill luck to reach into both pants pockets during one of my mm-hmm. improvised somewhat monologues and to f- look for a note that a woman had given me. I wanted to read to the audience. Some, I don't remember mm-hmm. what. And a guy says, Hey, Tech, are you playing with yourself? Uh-huh. And I... In that thing we were talking about, heard myself mm-hmm. say, "Right, I've got people who do that for me." <laughs> nice, <laughs> I love it. Uh, a cyclonic laugh, right? And all I could think of was, "We close tomorrow night." I could have at least right. had this guy come back one night. Yeah. Why wasn't he here opening night? Right, right, yeah, of course. He would have started yeah. a new, <laughs> a new callback. Yeah. I offended some people by saying to a snot-nosed little girl in the audience who was killing one punchline after another. Oh, no. I heard myself say, and the audience was getting mad at right. it. Right. You're so smart, you think. You know, that sort of right. wit. Yeah. Oscar Wilde and Yes, wit. yes. A heckler. <laughs> yeah. I said, honey, I'm going to bitch slap you to the curb. <laughs> I got an ovation. Oh, no. no. I love it. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite Oscar Wilde line? I'll tell you Stephen Fry's. For no extra cost. Oh, I have no idea. Okay. Go. He, he Humorously, when he first came to America and went mm. out west and hung out with coal miners mm. and they adored him and you know, mm. just, um, drank them under the table, as he mm. was able to do just about anybody. Oscar, not Stephen, mm-hmm. who plays him in a brilliant movie. Anyway, uh, stick to the subject, Cabot. Uh, he was famous for about saying cabin. things like the the Atlantic Ocean proved not to be everything he had hoped. Right. <laughs> he was at Niagara Falls, mm-hmm. and they gave him a Wildean straight line by saying, Mr. Wilde, what would you say about Niagara Falls? And he pretended to think for a moment. He said, probably... The second great disappointment in the life of an American bride. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Well, you know, Oscar Wilde also said no great artist ever sees things as they really are. If he did, he would cease to be an artist. Not bad, is it? I'm glad you have your computer, Lauren, so you can oh, I looked this impress up. Oh, Mr. Do, Dick It goes Cavett. with what you were just saying. You didn't saying do that from memory? <laughs> about depression yeah, and yeah. about seeing yourself and not seeing yourself as an artist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a marvelous thing. Now, anyway, I want to thank you 
from the bottom of my heart for being here. This has been such an honor. Uh, I, I just, I can't believe I'm sitting with Dick Cavett. Oh, cut it out. And that's what I say about Groucho Marx, Orson Welles. Oh, well, please. Right well, that's what I say about See, I would have been really what? impressed if you got an interview from Harpo Marx. Get it? Because he doesn't talk. I'm very... That's sad. funny. I, I, that's like... All right. You know what, Lauren? Okay. It's, I know it, who, I'm the... Yeah. Ho- right. I'm the host. You're right. I'm, I'm the host. I'm really sorry. He has interviewed Teller of Penn and Teller. Yes. Oh, Teller, oh I, guess, shit. I put Teller on Mark Simone's show, and yes. for about a week, Mark Simone was saying, Teller is going to come here and talk. Right. <laughs> like, Teller is one of the two or three best people I've ever met in the world. He is, as Stephen Fry, wow. Teller was out at my house for the weekend mm-hmm. during their break a couple a week or so ago, and uh, my wife said, I want him to stay with us. Uh, I wrote Stephen Fry, who was out the week before. Uh, I had written to Stephen, if you come a week later, you will coincide with Teller. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know if he knew him. Right. And he wrote back, I would be honored. I can't do it then. Teller is the menchiest of menches, and I must mention it. Oh. Wordplay yeah. with Dick Cavett. A jeu, hey. a jeu de mots, yeah. as they say. Um, but, uh, you, you're a. It would be hard to overestimate how good you are. No. Okay. Well, how do you try. both think I feel right now with all y'all? Like a piece of. Like. Uh, like a piece of exactly. Like sitting. Well, no, I can't do another hint. Uh, Kissinger line. I I almost met Harpo, and the thing everybody liked Harpo, everybody. Uh huh. Well, he would molest everyone in a very lovely yeah. way. He, once I I took the, Groucho hosted the Tonight Show in that awful stock company mm-hmm. summer where everybody tried. Right. In the interval, tell Johnny came on and smartly didn't come right back on. Right. And couldn't by contract and. Um, I dropped my jokes off at Groucho's desk, humbly indeed, believe me. And uh, I mentioned Harpo. I said, I wish I could have met Harpo. And Groucho said, uh, Harpo inherited all my mother's good qualities. Hmm. It was very sweet. He teared a little. Because she didn't like Groucho. Mm-hmm. She called him de Dunkle mm-hmm. in Yiddish, the dark one. Because uh, he went off and read books and right. didn't communicate and was awkward in certain ways right. socially and so on. But nobody disliked Harpo, except Dick Cheney. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to end. Now, Miss, Mr. Dick Cavett. Yes, m- uh, Do you have anything you would like people to watch besides the episodes that you have mentioned? Uh, you gave there- us a lot of homework. I know. Yes, here's one. You know, there are certain people who have problems Mm -hmm. with alcohol. Mm -hmm. 40 million Americans. Right. Don't let yourself miss on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And here's what you will Mm -hmm. Google. Dick Cavett, Richard Burton. Okay. And it's also called Richard Burton Talks About Alcohol. Okay. In my fourth show with him, it was supposed to be but one show, mm-hmm. and we kept going. Right. I had the courage, even as I wondered if I could mention Tracy to Hepburn. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, what the hell? Would you talk about booze? And there was a moment like this. Yeah. And Richard said something like, uh, I think I've probably done enough on that subject publicly. <laughs> And kind of demurred for a moment and held back. And I said, it might do good. Mm -hmm. I said a hunch. Knew he might walk off, but I already had 309 shows. He said, I will do any good, I will. And he goes into five minutes and 40 seconds that you will never forget. Okay. Stephen Fry, if that name came up before, said, that's the damnedest thing I've ever seen. Okay, we have to do that, Lauren. Yeah. Yeah. Well, over oh, well. a bottle of wine. Absolutely. Or some tequila. Some shots. Yeah. 
Or a blunt. Let's just... No, no, no. no. Okay. I got him while he was sober. Right. I got him in a sober period. Mm. And was he eloquent on this subject? Ugh. It's chilling. I cannot. I it's have riveting. to. It's I don't think I could overpraise it. Right. Wow. I can't wait to... The way Jack Parr would say to a young comedian shaking backstage, better be funny, pal. Oh, that's the worst! Um, thank you for coming on. I like being on. I like you being on. I'd be on anything with you. Oh, I love you. Wait a minute. What does that mean? Don't tell Martha. (laughs) It's Um, astounding. Ladies and gentlemen, the amazing Dick Cavett. I cannot believe it. I'm over-enunciating. But I can't thank you enough. What if I said something just awful now? And Uh destroyed all that. That, You can't. (laughs) Okay. I love having your hand on my leg during this. Oh, God damn it. (laughs) It still works, ladies and gentlemen. Martha will say I shouldn't have said that. Uh, I bet. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go throw up now. Okay, so... Did you ever read Full Service? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just got around to it. I have it in, I have it on my, yeah, yeah. You know, he's alive. He is? Apparently, yeah. There's no death date on things, and at the end of the book, he's 83. Wow. Isn't that Uh, amazing? Scotty Bowers. Right. Yeah. That's a good one. Remember when it first hit? Mm -hmm. And in maybe the seventh page of New York Post, you see, Hepburn and Tracy were both gay. Right. See Scotty Bowers' book. Right. Interesting, interesting book. Thank you for being on Kill Me Now with Judy Gold. Is that where we are? Yes, that's where we are. Uh, (laughs) You're a legend. Oh, God. In my mind. How am I going to go home and face what I really am? Oh, please. And next time, God forbid, Mm -hmm. I am in a state. I'd love to share with you my... We could sit in a room together. Boy, could we? Yeah, and we could just shake. See if we could. Or you yeah. guys can just be friends. L- one yeah. yeah. And why and, can't and we uh, be friends? Why can't you just be happy? Yeah. Yeah, just. Uh, yeah, just get over it. Just go home and watch Sound of Music. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. I was going to see if there was Speaking one thing I instantly decided to uh, that I if you know there's nothing that I. We covered a, a great deal good, of this, good. I must say. Um, my complaint about Louis C.K. Mm-hmm. is that I can't see everything he's ever done right. twice. Wow. What a giant uh, he is. A ma- and a great person. Is and he? Yes. I locked eyes with him, I, I'm told by Martha yeah. once, way back at some dreary uh, Emmy show or something. Ah, uh, he's yeah. the best. I yeah. was on the... F- season premiere this year I played a lesbian it was very hard but I did it you must have studied with somebody I did I studied with Uta Hagen (laughs) (laughs) you saying Uta Hagen Uta Hagen she was was my neighbor in Montauk oh god did you see her in um um oh don't you hate senility no not at all I love it who are the most famous Edward Albee play that Burton uh, Uh, did What a dump. Oh, oh what? yeah, yeah. Uh, what? Dumb. Ah, oh, fucking, dumb. Uh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. How can it's, we be it's, blank it's like, on no, it? No, 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 Who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? Betty Tate. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. not Betty Who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? Yes, yes. Oh, see, all Thank the plays you. that have Virginia Woolf. Ding, 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 ding. Without right, whatever. You won that the one. computer. You Without the computer. Um, Uta Hagen was, uh, I watched her teach a class mm-hmm. once, and it was, and I will kill anyone who uses this word in my presence. Awesome. Wow, that's that's. I'm not going to say it. Incredible. Say it. That's. Fin- it's like awesome. Nominal. Right. You know, it's like awesome. Right. Like. It's so like awesome. How did like and awesome infiltrate the entire language of the youth of this country? Awesome. It was surfers, California surfers. And is that really the source? It might be Valley Girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, Martha says certain things have infested language mm-hmm. from Valley Girl vocabulary. The early '90s. Um, I don't know. Anyway. Well, you're awesome. Thanks. And uh, I fished for you that. You just don't <laughs> quit. And I love you. And thank you for being here on Kill Me Now. 
I, uh, Lauren is going to be on tour from uh, October 9th on with Keith and the Girl, K-A-T-G. No kidding. .com. Yes, this yeah. other podcast. Dot com yeah. slash tour. So, yes. And uh, I'm going to be in Provincetown at the Art House. But this might air. Well, I don't you're going to be in Ohio doing uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm doing Cleveland. Questions. No, I'm oh, not yeah. going to be in Ohio doing 20. I'm going to go to Ohio on September 20th uh-huh. for a GLBT thing. You're not putting right. this on the air. Yes, and... You're dead. And I'm going to be in Toronto doing 25 questions for a Jewish mother. Toronto, yes. that's right. You can go to my website, slash calendar. Um, thank you, you so... I'll tell you an awful story that you just triggered okay. off the air. Okay. Okay. So we have something to look forward to. Yes. Always something to look forward to with the amazing and brilliant Dick Cavett. Thank you. I cannot thank you enough. And from the bottom and top of my heart. I need an anagram for Kill Me Now. Oh, if I'm assigned one, I Uh, can't do it. Doesn't work? Okay. Oh, we'll assign it to you. Yeah, okay. No, he said he can't do assigned ones. Yeah, if somebody say, my name is Harold Crabslow, do right. an anagram on my name. Right. Oh, yeah, your brain turns it, off. It's got to happen. It's that thing we were talking about with the Groucho and right. you and me and others. Right. It comes, and then I hear it. Right. And All I've right, well, let already, me know. Let me know if it I've comes. I've already said it. Okay. No. Yeah. All right. You are mental, both of you. Thank you, Dick Cavett. Il Mickey. See, it's not a f- nonsense phrase that yes. kills me. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> he's going Kill me now, baby. Um, Betty and Jane Keen. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Thank you. We'll be back next week with a not as Good accomplished. <laughs> Guest. Yeah, it's all downhill from here. Yeah, pretty much. Here's another thing that always irritates. May I say one thing to you? Oh, I know. Uh, no. May I say one thing? No, you can't. Uh, and share. I got so sick of that icky word from the Est movement. Oh, I know. And a share. politician I need to share. said, yes. I have a story I'd like to share yeah. with you. And I said, no, tell us all of it. <laughs> and the audience clapped to their credit. Yes. Eight or nine people. Good job. Anyway, I can't shut up. Ah, I? I love that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the incredible Dick Cabot. We will be back next week. And we'll have him on again, hopefully. And you're coming back. You already baby. said so. I can be back. I'll All be right. out of town for a bit. All right, I, that's fine. You're not um, comparable. Writing that down, boss. Oh, I love you. I'm just going to make some cards for uh, you for when you're feeling low. Thank you. Okay. I love you. Right I now. love you. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Guys. Martha, again. Martha, don't worry. Martha, I love you. I don't you. even know what to do. Martha. I mean, I could look it up, but I don't, I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> It'll be the worst blowjob I've ever got. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Call me Martha. And uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.